Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this week's episode, we will recap week 12 in the NBA, where we had two players returning for their season debut. We had a jersey retirement, and finally, an NBA trade. So, so just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show, folks. Okay, guys, we are on week 12 in the NBA. Man, we're, we're about at the halfway point of of the NBA season. So, um, going pretty good so far, I say that. That's for sure. Even with the, you know, with COVID lingering in the air. So, anyhow, let's get into it. So, we'll start at Monday. Monday, as always, you know, that's when the uh, player of the week um, come in. So, in the West is Ja Morant, who led his team Memphis, I tell you what, man. Uh, if serve holds for Memphis and they end up being that fourth seed, Taylor Jenkins should be coach of the year. No question about it. No one, I mean, no one had them amongst the top four in the West. So, um, that's if serve holds, so it's still a long season to go. Anyhow, um, that being said, Ja Morant, player of the week for them, uh, led him to a 3-0 and week. Uh, he averaged, get this, 34.7 points per game. Jeez. Add to that 6.7 rebounds and 4.7 assists. Ja Morant. I was just sitting here thinking about this before I press record. Um, in the West, in terms of the All-Star game, you're probably going to have Steph and probably Luka Doncic. They'll get voted in um, as your guards. As far as those guards being selected by the coaches, um, I would say between Ja. Uh, probably uh, jo- uh, Javon- Javante Murray in, with San Antonio and also De'Aaron Fox with Sacramento. Amongst those three guys, all, all three of them should go, but I know somebody may miss out, but all three of those guys deserve to go. There's no question about it. Anyhow, because you got... You got um, Russ, Russell Westbrook should not make the all-star team. Sorry. Uh, Damian Lillard should not make the all-star team. So um, apart from that, I would have to take a bigger look. But uh, those guys off the top of my head should go this year. All three of them, be honest, but I don't think all three will go. We'll see. Uh, oh, I forget about um, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, he definitely, he'll definitely go. So, um, it'll be interesting, but I digress. So, um, yeah, so John Moran in the West and DeMar DeRozan with those two buzzer beaters, um, on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Uh, he's the player of the week in the East led the team to a four and record right now. They sit atop the Eastern conference. Um, and then, what DeMar did for the week, 
27.8 points per game, 7.3 assists per game he averaged, and then 5.3 rebounds. And, of course, the two game winners against Indiana and Washington. On And, by the way, those buzzer beaters were three-pointers. So, uh, I tell you what, I got it wrong with him. This is a guy that Knicks, the Knicks probably should have pursued, probably above uh, uh, Evan Fournier. Uh, he has been a brilliant signing by the Bulls. So, um, yeah, well, you know, it's, that's the life of a Knicks fan. What can you do? Anyway, I digress. Uh, let's move on to the other news. The NBA reschedules. Now, in my last podcast, I had a question. When, what's happening with these postponed games? What, what are going to happen? So, it looks like the NBA rescheduled 11 po- of the postponed games. And they changed the dates and times for about 10 more games. So, uh, the way it shakes out uh, among those 11 postponed games includes... Six for the Toronto Raptors, uh, five for the Chicago Bulls, and then Brooklyn has four of those games. Oh, by the way, um, with Kyrie's return, well, I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, those those four games for Brooklyn are home games. So <laughs> unless something changes between now and then. Looks like Kyrie won't be a part of that. So, anyway, and then seven, seven of those teams, seven, uh, will be playing four four games out of five nights. Um, it's those three teams I mentioned, as well as Philadelphia, Denver, Miami, and Cleveland. So, if you're one of these teams in the East, like a Milwaukee. You're kind of um, sitting pretty that you're not in this dilemma. Um, uh, this this could hurt some of these teams here having to play, um, you know, that that amount of games on those nights, especially with I was thinks COVID is still in the air by <laughs> by that uh, the time these games roll around. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. That's for sure. So. Um, nonetheless, so yeah, they're mostly Eastern conference teams. The only Western conference team, it looks like that gets affected is the Denver Nuggets who right now are towards the latter end of the playoff teams. So in the West. So anyhow, with that said, uh, let's move on. Houston suspends Kevin Porter Jr., and Christian Wood one game. Um, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. He got into it with the assistant coach, John Lucas, and then Christian Wood. Um, I think he left the game earlier, uh, I believe. So, anyhow, so uh, these guys got suspended for one game, and I believe they played on that Monday. So. Uh, moving on, Jimmy Butler, he suffered an ankle injury. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. He suffered a, suffered an ankle injury in a loss to Golden State on 
Monday. Uh, he scored 20, 22 points in that game before he left with the ankle injury. So, uh, a diagnosis. I believe he's to miss uh, a few games, uh, a few games this week. So, um, Jimmy Butler, kind of a blow for the Miami Heat. That's for sure. And in that game, uh, Jordan Poole led them with 32 points. And then um, also Allen Wiggins with 22 points out. Andrew, about Allen Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins playing pretty good this year. I don't know. Something's caught fire with him. He's playing well. I got to say that. Oh, and by the way, this week has the return of two players. Uh, one for one different reason. One for a whole different reason as well. So we'll talk about that too. So uh, we'll get to that soon. Um, also in Monday news, Anthony Simmons uh, scored 43 points. And he dropped nine three-pointers to overcome Trey's 56 points. Um, and he had seven threes as Portland defeated Atlanta. I mean, they uh, they were just going at it. Uh, 136 to 113, and this was, mind you, Portland won that game without the services of Dame Lillard and uh, C.J. McCollum. So, Anthony Simmons, man, has been balling as of late. You'll probably hear me mention his name a few more times before this uh, plays out. So, anyhow, and then also in Monday news, Joel Embiid puts up a tri uh, triple-double. He has 31 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists as Philly blows out Houston. And then for the Houston side, Garrison Matthews, the rookie, had 23 points. Garrison Matthews has been playing good on the low for Houston, by the way. Um, let's move on. Kyle Kuzma. And Bradley Beal, Kyle Kuzma with 36 points and 14 rebounds. Bradley Beal, 35 points. Led Washington to barely edge out the Charlotte Hornets. <clears throat> and then for the Charlotte Hornets, uh, Gordon Haywood had 27. Then you had Rozier with 25. Uh, Miles Bridges, who's playing pretty well too, uh, 23 points. So um, Kuzma, by the way, is playing He's been playing well since he's traveled over to Washington. The thing with Kuzma, he just needed steady playing time. He's getting it here, so um, he's, he's playing well so far. I, I got to give him that. He's playing well for Washington. So, moving on, uh, Western Conference Player of the Week, Job ja Moran drops uh, 36 points. And then Desmond Bain, the guy I've been talking about, seemed like all season long, a guy who should be in the most improved player conversation. Uh, 29 points for him as Memphis crushes Brooklyn on the road. Um, and for Brooklyn, KD with 26 points. Um, although he did shoot at 8 for 24 from the field, which... Is unlike him, and he had 14 rebounds. So, um, yeah, a very unlike KD performance there. Uh, moving on, Luka Doncic, 21 points, 15 assists, eight rebounds, four steals, and I, 
by the way, this was his game coming back from the ankle issues that he's been dealing with. He's been in and out of the lineup, it seems. But when he's in, he's in, man. So uh, he leads six players in double figures as Dallas tops Denver. And then for Nikolai Jokic, for him, 27 points, 16 rebounds. So moving on to Tuesday. Um, Tuesday announced they announced their players of the month. So um, players of the month as follows. Donovan Mitchell for the West. Um, his team went 12-2 and two for that week. He averaged 30.2 points per game. Um, he also had five assists per game. And he shot it, by the way, over 50% from the field, man. Donovan Mitchell getting it done big time. And then Joel Embiid is the player of the month for the East. Uh, led his team to an uh, eight and six record. Eh. Uh, but he, his numbers, oh my gosh. 29.2 points per game, uh, 11.2 rebounds, and then uh, nearly four assists per game. So Joel Embiid hold, holding it down, man. Um, for Philadelphia, I don't know what they would do if they were without that guy. I tell you. Uh, as far as the rookies of the month in the West, Josh Giddy, uh, kind of no surprise. He's been playing well. Eleven point eight points per game, a little over seven rebounds per game, and six point seven assists. Um, this kid, he's still, you know, he's a rookie. He's trying to figure it out, but. I tell you what, man, is he, he's he's been doing it, and you know, um, we talked about last week about him being the youngest player to that was last week, I believe, uh, the youngest player to have a triple double. So, um, yeah, he 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 is getting it done big time, and then in the East, Franz Wagner uh, for the Orlando Magic. He's been playing well. Uh, 19.5 points per game. A little over five rebounds. A little over three assists. Um, yeah, he, 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 he's he been a bit of a surprise, actually. Um, but, you know, they, <laughs> they needed him to start right away. He did that. So, seems like he's getting the hang of the NBA. So, um, Franz Wagner, the Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month. And then in terms of the coaches, um, a guy I just talked about, Taylor Jenkins, his Memphis Grizzlies went 12-4 and four for the month. Pretty good. Um, and then Eric Spolstra went 10-5 uh, and five for the month, and he's the Eastern Conference Coach of the Month for the month of December. This, this is all for December, guys. So, All right, so let us move on. And, of course, we must talk about what else? COVID news. So, um, Joel Ingles of the Utah Jazz enters health and safety protocols. So, um, of course, you know, um, it wouldn't be a report without somebody uh, entering the health and safety protocol. So, it's Joel Ingles for the versatile guard forward for the Jazz goes into health and safety protocol so 
Let's talk about uh, a couple of games on Tuesday. Uh, ja Moran on a back-to-back, 26 points for him. And then Jarrett Jackson Jr., 22 points. That leads Memphis on the road to beat Cleveland. Uh, so on the road, back-to-back, they beat both the Brooklyn Nets and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Memphis is for real, guys. Yeah. I, I don't think uh, I'm speaking out of school with that one. So, And then for the Cavaliers, Darius Garland, he had 26 points. No, 27 points. Oh, by the way, he had just got back off of uh, health and safety protocols himself. So, 27 points he scores with a 10 assists. And then Jar- Jared Allen, 22 points for him with 12 rebounds for the Cavaliers. And then LeBron <coughs> LeBron James and his Lakers, uh, they take down Sacramento. LeBron with 31 points. Um, Malik Monk with 24 points. That led the squad. So, um, And then for Sacramento, De'Aaron Fox with 30. Buddy Hill with 26. He dropped seven uh, threes in that game. The big difference in that game, turnovers. Sacramento had 18 turnovers. The Lakers just five turnovers. So when you're getting low numbers like that, your chances are pretty good. So uh, kudos to him. Moving on to Wednesday, <clears throat> to Wednesday, Dallas uh, in their game, they retired Dirk Nowitzki's uh, jersey. They went and retired that number, number 41 is hanging in the rafters now, guys. Uh, Dirk Nowitzki, who recently retired, uh, he spent 21 years in the NBA 21 years, all with Dallas, by the way. 20.7 points per game. Uh, that was his average, along with uh, 7.5 rebounds, 4.7 assists. No, 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 I'm sorry. 47% from the field he shot, and then nearly 88% from the line. A four-time All-Star, of course, 12-time All-NBA and he won a, a league MVP and also a finals MVP for the the year that he his team won the title. He, of course, he got it. So, uh, Dirk Nowitzki, a guy I'm pretty sure once his eligibility comes, he'll be a no-brainer first ballot um, Hall of Famer. Which begs the question: um, I heard Kendrick Perkins uh, make a list of the Top five international players. I haven't done it. Um, I would have to give it some thought. But uh, I could tell you right now, um, off the top of my head, I'd say Dirk Nowitzki, yes. I'd say Akeem Olajuwon, yes. I would say... Manu Ginobili will have to enter the conversation. Uh, Tony Parker, even. Um, boy, I... Mutombo, I... 
will put him just outside of the top five, but he will definitely be in my top ten, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I would have to sit down and really think about this. So, Anyhow, so uh, Dirk Nowitzki gets this jersey retired. Okay, in other news, Damian Lillard uh, for the Blazers. He's going to be out another week, guys, with that uh, uh, abdominal uh, strain that he has, the injury. So, uh, Damian Lillard really, um, you know, he's coming out the gate slow. His team isn't doing all that great either, so that bears some watching. For Milwaukee, Milwaukee, they're, they're going to waive DeMarcus Cousins um, on Friday. Well, the, that Friday of last week. So um, they made the announcement that they were going to waive DeMarcus Cousins, who played pretty pretty decent for them. You know, he wasn't all horrible. But they're going to add Langston Galloway, so um, get some guard help there, so. So, move, moving on, in, in the probably big news, well, it is big news, uh, let's say that, Kyrie Irving makes his season debut on the road, of course, for the Brooklyn Nets. They went to Indiana, and they beat Indiana. Uh, in that game, Kyrie had 22 points. Um, Kate, uh, Kevin Durant, uh, 39 points for him. And by the way, they were down by seven points after three quarters, and then you know somehow um, somehow righted the ship. So Kyrie's next game is um, this coming week. They face Portland, I believe, on the road. So Kyrie Irving. Um, so he's one of the players who I said makes their season debut. Um, oh, by the way. Uh, DeMontis Sabonis, he has uh, 32 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists for the triple-double. And then a blast from the past, Lance Stevenson drops 30 in that game. So so Kyrie Irving, he's back in the fold now. Um, you know, he's going to play these road games, so on and so forth. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, uh, here's what it is. The Brooklyn's accepting that, and you know that that's between them. So, a lot of people saying it's unfair, it's not right, but you know, at at this point, it's a Brooklyn decision. So, will it come back to bite them? It's very possible. It's very possible this decision will. But um, for now, they're making it work for them. It's, the bottom line is the Brooklyn sees the handwriting on the wall. Chicago is not getting any uh, worse. They're getting better. Milwaukee right now is hitting their stride. They're getting better. Um, Philly, uh, they're barely hanging on. Uh, Miami, once they get Jimmy Butler back, they'll be off and running. So, um, yeah, so there's no gimmies for Brooklyn, that's for sure. So, um they 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 see that and they know they gotta uh, tighten up the ship. So that's why they feel they you know they need Kyrie in this part time basis. So hey, best to them. So we'll see how it goes. Anyhow, let's move on to uh, some more news from Wednesday. 
Dallas in that game where they uh, lifted uh, Dirk Nowitzki's jersey to the rafters. They actually surprised Golden State with a blowout win that same night. Uh, Luka Doncic, uh, 26 points for him. Uh, uh, Steph Curry, they held in check. 14 points only for him. 5 for 24 shooting from the field. Ooh. And then 1 for 9 from 3. So uh, they put the clamps on Curry to secure that win. So kudos to them for that. Uh, another upset, uh, Toronto on the road beats Milwaukee. Uh, Pascal Siakam, I tell you what, man. Ever since this guy has gotten back into the lineup, he missed like the first month or so of the season. Uh, but when he came back, man, I tell you what, he's been like a house on fire. 33 points in this game he scores. And then um, uh, OG... Anunobi, he had 22. Gary Trent Jr., also with 22. Uh, granted, in this game, there was no uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He wasn't playing this night. So, Chris Middleton with 25 points for him. So, so you take it for what it is. Uh, Utah on the road beats Denver. And that game, we see Bogon... Bogdanovich, 36 points and 13 rebounds, and he led six players in double figures. Um, he he's quietly been playing well this year. Uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, so uh, kudos to him. Nikolai Jokic for him, 26 points, 20 run rebounds, 11 assists. Oh man, goodness gracious! But not enough for the win, guys. So that's the way it goes. A Thursday's action, we see, uh, well, in Thursday's news, let's start with Thursday's news first. Uh, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry leads the first round of all-star voting. So they're the top vote, vote getters for the East and the West, uh, respectively. So... Uh, so far for the West, you have Curry, LeBron, uh, Jokic, and Paul George. And, and then add to that, um, so who who is the guard? Oh, Luka Doncic, of course, that, who I talked about earlier. So, um yeah, so that's your five for the East. And if this is the first round of voting, so it's still more voting to go. And then for the West, right now, it, the guards is uh, DeMar DeRozan and James Harden. Uh, KD, like I said, Giannis, and then Embiid. So um, that seems about right so far. I don't have a major qualm with uh, anything that's been said. I understand. I get it. Paul George is actually on um, out with injury, but he'll be back. So, you know, and probably be back by the um, little before the All-Star, I would think. So we'll see. Anyhow, so moving on to more news. Washington announcer Glenn Corser. He makes a public apology um, 
what he ended up doing, oddly enough, he was confusing the Kevin Porter Jr.'s dad, um, who, by the way, doesn't play in the M- hasn't played in the NBA ever, confused him with a former Washington, well, it was the Bullets at the time, Washington Bullets player, Kevin Porter, uh, point guard, in fact. So um, he made this terrible <laughs> kind of analogy and uh, put um, Kevin Porter Jr. lumped in with that guy. So um, so he made an apology, so on and so forth. So uh, what is it? Is it where you need to lose your job for it? I don't think so. Uh, he, but you do need to research what you're doing better. I say that. So, um, yeah. So, you know, these things happen guys. What can you do? So, okay. And more Thursday news, of course, um, health and safety protocols, uh, once again, rears his ugly head and this time it's Rudy Gobert. Uh, for the Utah Jazz. Now, remember when fir- COVID fir- first hit the NBA, it was Rudy Gobert. <laughs> and remember how he. Um, <laughs> it, it's funny now when you look back on it, but I'm sure it wasn't funny then. But um, the way he was touching everything and the mics and stuff, and then end up having COVID and sort of, kind of, sort of spreaded it to his teammate. Donovan Mitchell, which, you know, um, got them, you know, all twisted up. So, um, but I, again, I, I give all credit to the coach over there for, um, getting them to still play on the same page. Quinn Snyder, I tell you, um, that was a tough situation, but he somehow, got them to stay the course that's that's a sign of good coaching so um he he didn't let that tear the team apart which it kind of looked like it was going to happen that way guys but um he kind of uh kind of uh basically got cooler heads to prevail so yeah let's move on shall we uh larry nance jr for the portland trailblazers wow portland's getting hit hard with injury news and all type of stuff. He's going to be out at least a week. He's got a knee issue. So, um, so another guy down. Um, yeah, it doesn't get any easier for those guys. And then Tyler hero and just Nurkic for, um, the Portland trailblazers hero for Miami, uh, both fine $25,000. Cause they got into a little skirmish and whatnot. So the league handed, handed down, uh, fine to them. So, yeah. So, Hey, what can you do? And in other news, Sacramento assistant GM, Wes Wilcock, he left his seat to confront, uh, the scorers table personnel. Uh, he got in trouble for that. So, um, yeah, that's not good when your assistant GM is uh, uh, confronting people. Uh, that's not good. Uh, in other news, 
non-boosted players, um, they're gonna be um, they're gonna be subjected to daily testing along with uh, mask requirements while traveling, and that's ex this is a new mandate that's come down from the league, and this is going to be extended up to January 19th. So um, right now they're being real strict with this COVID stuff, rightfully so, because you got Omicron out there, and that, that's not uh, letting up. And then you got a new strand, Fluorona, and all, still got Delta out there. So, uh, yeah, so the NBA is doing this due diligence and – protecting their products so i understand i get it it's a business it's a business first so anyhow let's move on to the games uh the new york knicks down 25 points uh to the celtics um on thursday they come from behind and win win that game uh thanks to a rj barrett three-pointer right at the buzzer um a buzzer beater to to uh to take down the Celtics and Jason Tatum in that game, 36 points for him. So uh yeah, so Knicks with a uh with a come from hind victory. That was at Madison Square Garden, by the way. And this led coach uh Ime uh Udaku Uduka uh it led him to question the toughness of his uh team there so uh rightfully so he give up a 25 point lead uh, albeit on the road but still a 25 point um lead you give up that that's not good business and then in other news um nick related uh <laughs> julius randall in that game he gives a the fans a thumbs down sign um there on the garden floor so actually this is a three-part story so you're gonna hear part friday you're gonna get part saturday well i'll sum it all up when i get to saturday's story so anyhow so he gives the fans a thumbs down uh definitely not good so let's move on uh the new Orleans pelicans upset the gold state warriors and this was behind um Brandon Ingram's uh, 32 points and 11 rebounds. Mind you, in that game, there was no Steph Curry. There was no Draymond. So, uh, so you know, it's understandable, I guess. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, he did lead them in scoring with 21. So, for what that's worth. <clears throat> Phoenix on the road. No, no, not Phoenix on the road. Uh, Phoenix blows out uh, the L.A. Clippers, and that's thanks to CP3. He has a triple-double, 14 points, 13 rebounds, 10 assists. So, um, and that's the lead the Phoenix Suns. Uh, also had Cameron Johnson. He had 24 points in that game. Uh, and then, <clears throat> actually, this sent... Phoenix as the first 30-game winner in the league. So, Phoenix still playing well, uh, trying to keep pace with the with Golden State. 
Uh, Devin Booker only had 11 points in this game and shot 5 for 22 from the field, 0 for 7 from 3, unlike, very unlike Devin Booker, but, you know, his team got to win. That's what matters, right? And then leading the Clippers, Mark, Marcus Morris, who's been playing fantastic uh, since Paul George has gone down. 26 points for him. So, Moving on to um, Friday, Friday's news. And then Friday, which was uh, January 7th, is when was 50 years ago that LA the LA Lakers ran a win streak of 33 straight games that they won um that season they ended up with 69 wins by the way that was a team with Wilt Chamberlain with Jerry West, Gail Goodridge, Happy Hairston, Jim McMillan they had Elgin Baylor for the first nine games, and then he, I believe, he retired at that point. Um, so, yeah, but so this is the 50th anniversary of that win streak. Do I see a team doing that in today's NBA? It's hard to do. It's really hard to do, guys. Um, uh, this league is more competitive now than it's been in a um, a good while, actually. Um, so, I see it hard. Even with these kind of stacked teams, I don't see a Brooklyn Nets. Even if you had Kyrie for the whole season, I don't see them running that type of streak. And that, that type of streak just takes mental toughness. And it's, it would take a special team to do that. Um, I think it's one of these records that probably go untouched i think so anyhow let us move on uh coach jason kidd of the dallas mavericks he enters health and safety protocols this makes the 13th head coach to be put in health and safety protocols over 300 players at this point as well so uh covid is uh, I repeat, COVID isn't going anywhere, guys. We're going to be wrestling with this from now until season's end, so and probably into the playoffs, too. Uh, in other news, Julius Randle, remember I told you he gave the fans the thumbs up? He goes on Instagram and writes out a statement uh, all about New York City and how it's fans and how they embraced him. He declared his love for New York City and how the fans welcomed in him, his wife, and his family. So um, this is Julius Randle doing a mea culpa <laughs> after that thumbs down that he gave the prior night. Um, but again, there's more to the story. So I want to hold that before I give my full sum summation of everything. So. Anyhow, let's talk about let's talk about things that happen on the court, shall we? Milwaukee Bucks on the road blows out Brooklyn. This this was a nationally televised game, I believe, on ESPN. Um, yeah, and in this game, no Drew Holiday, but Giannis coming through for his team as always, thirty-one points and nine assists. 
Bobby Portis, I tell you what, man, Bobby Portis has been, he has been a godsend for them. Um, you know, well, he was, of course, with them last year for this title run, but this year with no Brooke Lopez and no real word on what's going on with him, uh, Bobby Portis has stepped into the center position that's played masterfully well. Um, 25 points, 12 rebounds for him. And then Chris Middleton, 20 points for him. So um, you can almost argue, argue uh, Bobby Porter's maybe getting uh all-star look, but I doubt that. But, hey, I've seen stranger things happen. So uh, leading the Brooklyn Nets, KD, of course, 29 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists for him. Uh, and then... <laughs> After this game, after this loss, of course, you know, the the media is going to uh, hammer KD. And this one reporter asked him about Kyrie um, and asked about his vac vaccine status. Of course, we know that Kyrie will not get the uh, get vaccinated for whatever reasons he deems so um, again. <laughs> Not to be a broken record, but this is the same guy who uh, railed about the earth being flat. So a flat earther is not going to take a vaccine, guys. That's just the way it is. Anyhow, so reporter asks him about this. And then Katie's response is, I'm not going to force Kyrie to get vaccinated. Actually, that's 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 the proper answer. He's not going to force his teammate to get get vaccinated that is a personal decision that he has to make sure we're in a public uh health crisis i understand that i get that but Kyrie's gonna be Kyrie. he he's just cut differently guys i i say that without reservation he's just a different kind of guy so you know uh is he masking up and Doing the safe safe things. I guess he is. I don't know. But um, KD's at the point where he's not going to dictate to his teammate to get vaccinated. That is the proper answer. And I don't know why somebody would ask it. But, you know, I guess to get a, get a response out of him, which he did. So he got his response. So anyhow, so let us move on from that. Because we can talk about that all day. Fred Van Fleet triple double uh, leads Toronto over Utah. Actually, um, Fred Van Fleet. Here's a guy that's playing well. Thirty-seven points, ten rebounds, ten assists. Man. And then Aji Anunobi, twenty-two points for him to help Toronto in this game. Oh, by the way, there was no Donovan Mitchell. There was no Mike Connolly. There was no Rudy Gobert, who we know is on health and safety protocols. No Jordan Clarkson. So, um, yeah, so no surprise here. Toronto's a good team. They, you know, they, they you know, Nick Nurse has them playing well, all things considered. Um yeah, they, they are playing well, so, you know, no surprise here. No surprise, so 
we shouldn't be taken aback from that. So, and other Friday news. <clears throat> and Chicago beats Washington. And in that game, Zach Levine, 27 points for him. Kobe White with 21. So, um, getting contributions from that backcourt there. And then for the for the Wizards, uh, Bradley Beal with 26 points. And Kyle Kuzma, who I've been talking about previously, 21 points and 11 rebounds. Uh, I think it's, for me, it's the rebounding that's been kind of the surprising thing with Kuzma. Uh, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. Um, him crashing the boards like this, that I did not see coming. So anyhow, so that's the story there. Then in Laker world, uh, behind LeBron's, uh, LeBron is just dragging his team on his back, man. Uh, 32 points, nine assists, eight rebounds, four steals, three blocks, um, Along with that, and then uh, Malik Monk's 29 points where he shot seven three-pointers, uh, they blow out Atlanta. Um, and for the Atlanta side, Trey Young with 25 points, and then he had 14 assists. So um, LeBron James doing all he can to keep this team above water. Um, man, he is absolutely carrying this team and playing center by the way he's doing all this playing center so uh lebron james you know people want to say definitely uh all um not all-star mvp candidate i think it depends on how they finish but he is carrying them i do say that so how much more he can do of this i'm not sure He's, you know, he's in his 19th season, guys, so he's no spring chicken, albeit that he came in as a 18-year-old to the league, so uh, there's that, so. And then in that game, LeBron moves Pat, in, he moves into the top 10 all-time steals leaders, so LeBron getting it done in that regard, so. Uh, moving on, we're moving on to Saturday and then <laughs> I told you it was three parter, right? Julius Randall gets fined by the league $25,000 for get this egregious use of profane language. Um, what it was is that in the Wednesday practice of, uh, this week, the week I'm talking about uh, in that practice. And then in the post game, he supposedly used some foul language in both instances and the league has come down on him. Uh, is he the first person to use foul language when the media talks to them? No. Uh, I think this is one of those deals where he got punished for that thumbs down that he gave to the Nick fans. You did it. You did that. By the way, that game was on TNT, by the way. So this is a nationally public, you know, national, uh, nationally televised game. So, and it's, I'm sure the uh, announcers made it known that that's what he did as well. 
as they are prone to do. So I think this is just a culmination of that. And then him with the statement on IG, somebody got in his ear and told him, look, that's not a good look, guy. Um, my guy. You know, that's how they talk these days. But anyway, um, that's not a good look, uh, Julius. So go on IG, put you out a statement, um, declare your love for New York and how you, you know, cherish the fans, so on and so forth. Um, and then I've wrote on social media in a few s spots, uh, especially like Nick fan spot uh, pages. As a player, the worst thing you can possibly do is get into a uh, kind of verbal dispute with the fans. It, it's just it's just not going to work out for you. It, it's I have yet to see where it works in a player's favor to be at odds with uh, his fan base, well his team's fan base. It just doesn't work, guys. So. Um, you know, um, the Knicks fans, they're going to boo. You know, some people may say, oh, that's why people don't come here, so on and so forth. I I get that. I understand that. But, uh, I, I, again, I quote the great Alan Hahn by saying, the Knicks jersey is the heaviest jersey to wear in the NBA. You got to be a special type of guy. To wear that jersey. So. Because why? You're going to get the slings and the arrows. When things go well. You're going to get the accolades. When things go not so well. You're going to get the blame. So that's just the nature of things. So. Um, yeah. But I think this fine is just. Kind of the league. Uh, kind of sticking it to Randall. Because of what he did. That thumbs down. I think that's what that was. So, anyhow, so let us move on. Uh, more uh, health and safety protocols news. Coach Lloyd Jenkins of the Memphis Grizzlies, who I've been talking about pretty much uh, kind of on this podcast here, he enters self health and safety protocols. So, so now you got your coach of the year candidate on the sidelines with COVID. So. Uh, you know, he'll sit out the uh, six or so days, so he'll he'll sit on the sideline and, you know, uh, we'll see how they fare while he's away. <laughs> Moving on to on the court, Dylan Brooks injures his ankle in the 123-107 win for Memphis over the L.A. Uh, Clippers. Um and this is a game without their head coach. So Memphis still getting it done with or without uh, Tyler, uh, Lloyd Jenkins in the mix there. But we know that they, they need the guys. So let, let's not get it twisted up here. So um, anyhow, so he um, Dylan Brooks out three to five weeks. Whew. Kind of a tough blow there. Uh, but, you know. They've been kind of a deep team. They've been able to mine uh, some players off the bench to fill in. So um, hopefully they'll be able to do so in the interim. And, of course, you have Desmond Bain playing out of his mind. So uh, 
Moving on, Jalen Brown of the Celtics gets his first career tip, uh, triple-double. Uh, 22 points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists, and a blowout win over the Knicks. Uh, 95-75, to 75, so they kind of right the ship after what took place on Thursday. Um, uh, for the Knicks, uh, Emmanuel quickly with 18 points. Um, the combination of Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett, 13 for 40 from the field. Ugh, man, that's bad. So, you kind of see uh, maybe is this uh, a bit of uh, after debris of the shenanigans that went on as far as Julius Randle goes. Maybe that's in his head. Who knows? But he shoots lousy in this one, so... Moving on, uh, Charlotte upsets Milwaukee, one sixteen to one oh four. In that game, uh, Terry Rozier twenty eight points for him. He dropped six threes in that game, and then Miles Bridges, who's having a solid year, twenty one points for him. In the loss, Giannis goes bonkers, forty three points with twelve rebounds. And then Middleton, he has uh, 27 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, but not enough to uh, beat the Hornets there. So moving on, more more upset uh, news. Indiana upsets uh, Utah behind Sabonis' 42 points. So, so a few 40 burgers dropped on uh, Saturday. Um. So uh, Sabonis, 42, leads the Pacers. And then in a loss, uh, Donovan Mitchell, 36 points for him. He drops six threes in that game. And then, as we know, no Rudy Gobert because of the health and safety protocols. So let's move on to Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, both coming off the bench to score 33 points and 27 points. Uh, so 60 points between them. Duncan Robinson drops eight threes in that game, and they defeat Phoenix on the road. One, uh, 23 to 100. Wow, blowing them out. Uh, and in that game, uh, Devin Booker with 26, and then Mikhail Bridges uh, with 20 points. So... Moving on to Sunday's news, uh, a trade. First trade I'm talking about, um, guys. Uh, Denver trades their uh, backup center, uh, 7-2 Bowl Bowl, that's the son of Manute Bowl, trades him to Detroit for guard uh, Rodney McGruder and then a, a 2022 second-round pick which actually belongs to Brooklyn Nets. So, um, Bol Bol, he, it's funny, um, he came into his college uh, year as touted, he was going to be top 10, a top 10 pick. Then he uh, injures his knee. So, uh, that hurts his stock, obviously. He ends up going, Actually, in the second round, he was the 44th pick overall 
and Denver picked him up. So, um, you know, they took a flyer on him. So, um, but thing is, you know, he showed flashes there, but <laughs> bottom line, guys, he's behind the Joker. So, um, being <laughs> trying to get playing time behind that guy, you know, that, that's tough sledding there. So, so Denver ships him out and, you know, kind of gets something in return there. Uh, what do I expect from Bowl over in Detroit? He's got a shot. He's got a shot over there. Um, Isaiah Stewart isn't exactly lighting up the world over there. And then remember, too, Kelly Olin, Um, he's still out with an injury. So, um, so they need big man help over there. So, uh, kind of intriguing it now for fantasy purposes, you know, I'm always thinking of fantasy. He's a guy I would keep kind of an eye on. And maybe if you got a roster spot, maybe he'll, he's a speculative ad. You kind of keep him at the end of the bench. Um, definitely something worth exploring. And in fact, um, I'm trying to see on my Yahoo leagues, if I got some um, dead weight on the bench, I can throw him in there because he has opportunity, guys. He has opportunity as a young team trying to build something. So if they could get something out of him, um, he's years removed from that knee injury. So he's pretty much healthy. So, um, yeah, so that that's, that's a move I would keep an eye on. That's for sure. And then for Sunday's news, of course, the big, big news is Clay Thompson makes his debut back after missing two full seasons and a half. Clay Thompson. Um, and, it, and for that game, uh, that game was he made his debut, of course, in Golden, Golden State, obviously, on their home court. Uh, that's the smart thing to do. And the courtside seats, from what I heard, went for $20,000 and up. Goodness gracious. That's a lot of money. Uh, anyhow, so uh, he makes his debut. He starts. Um, I know uh, in previous uh, episodes, I mentioned him coming off the bench. Because I thought, you know, you want to start him slow, you know, um, and kind of work him into the starting line or even just keep him on the bench. This way you have firepower coming off the bench. But uh, Steve Kerr, who knows more basketball than I could ever know, <laughs> decides he he should start, so he starts. So uh, I, def I defer to the wisdom of Steve Kerr. So, um, so in that game, he uh, makes his comeback in a – and of course, uh, Golden State beats Cleveland, ninety-six to eight eighty-two. And in that game, um, Steph Curry does Steph Curry things, twenty-eight points for him. And then Clay in his debut back, he had seventeen points. Didn't shoot it all that great, but you know, that that's to come. That's rust on his game, obviously. So. Um, and in this game, uh, something that will tear the hairs out of uh, fantasy uh, uh, managers, Draymond Green injures his calf during warm-ups. So, instead of him just staying out for the game, he gets introduced into the 
um, into the starting lineup. And I guess he tips the ball, whatever they, uh, whatever possession takes place. He goes to the bench and, um, and then he's done for the night. So, uh, <laughs> and this was all just to honor his good friend, Clay Thompson. So, um, but if you're in fantasy, you're, you're kicking yourself cause you see that one coming. So. Yeah, what can you do? And then the loss, actually, Darius Garland. They kept him in check. Only nine points for him, and they held him to three of 12 shootings. So, uh, Gold State putting the clamps on that guy. Okay, and other game news. Uh, we have Kyle Kuzma. He drops uh, 27 points along with 22 rebounds as Washington on the road squeaks by Orlando 102 100 uh in the in the loss um for Orlando Terrence Ross with 32 points. Uh let's move on. Fred Van Fleet, I've been talking about him a lot this week. Uh between him and Pascal Siakam, I spoke about him earlier. So Van Fleet 32 points, he dropped eight three-pointers and then um Siakam, 29 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists as they went on to beat the New Orleans Pelicans 105-100. to And for the Pelicans, uh, Brandon Ingram, 22, and Jonas Valasunas, 20 points with 17 rebounds. Then D- Dallas defeats Chicago behind... Luca's triple double. Now Luca, he was uh, game time decision. He decided to play. He played, so he dropped twenty two points with fourteen rebounds and fourteen assists, and he led six players in double figures for Dallas. And then in the loss for Chicago, Demar Derozan and Zach Levine with twenty. Then the last game, Memphis on the road beats the Lakers. Uh, and in that game, Desmond Bain, I've been talking about him pretty much the whole podcast, uh, 23 points. Jarrett Jackson Jr., 21 points for him, 12 rebounds. John Moran had an okay game, but it was a block that he had in that game that was like, man, this guy is such a difference maker. Wow. Anyhow, so they... It, they go on the road and they beat down the Lakers. And in that loss, LeBron, again, he's just carrying the load, man. He ain't getting help. I mean, Malik Monks gives him help every here and there, but um, anyhow, uh, LeBron, 35 points, uh, nine rebounds, seven assists. Russell Westbrook, six points in this game, man. Uh he shot two for 12 from the field. He had seven rebounds and six assists. Talk about a single double. Oh, a triple single. That's what he had, a triple single. Unbelievable. Anyhow. All right, so that's all the news for the week. Coming up, games for this week. You got Milwaukee going to Charlotte on Monday. 
And then Tuesday, you got Phoenix going to Toronto. That should be a good game. Golden State at Memphis. Oh, that should be a tough one. And then Denver goes to the Clippers on Tuesday. Then Wednesday, you have um, Dallas going to New York. Of course, uh, Christoph Porzingis coming to New York. That's always a fun one. And that's on ESPN. Charlotte. Uh, they go to Philly in what should be a uh, pretty good one, an Eastern Con- Conference battle there. Cleveland versus Utah. They, they're they at Utah, so uh, Cleveland on the road. See what they're made of going up against that tough Jazz team at home. And then in the night game for ESPN, Brooklyn going to Chicago. Um, two of the top teams in the East facing off. Uh, in that uh, Wednesday nighter. And then the Lakers versus the Kings. Always an interesting game these days. So, uh, And that's on Wednesday. Thursday, you have uh, Golden State going to Milwaukee. That should be a tough one. And that's on TNT. And then Memphis going, uh, hosting actually, the Timberwolves. They just got back uh, Carl Anthony Towns, so that should be a good one. Nice matchup inside with him versus uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, on Thursday. And then Friday, you have Boston going to Philly. Boston, Philly, that seemed like that's been a battle for as long as I've been watching basketball. And then ESPN, your doubleheaders there. Golden State, uh, going to Chicago. So Chicago got some tough games this week. And then Dallas goes to Memphis. Um, so Memphis gets some home cooking this week, and that's on ESPN as well. And then Saturday you have uh, Knicks going to Atlanta. Remember, they, they faced Atlanta without uh, Trey Young on Christmas. So uh, this game will have him, provided he's, you know, uh, health and safety free. So, um, so you'll, you'll have that game on a Saturday as well as Toronto going to Milwaukee. Uh, Philadelphia goes to Miami to play the heat. Chicago goes to Boston. That should be, um, that should be a good one. Um, Boston seems like they get up for those type of games and then LA, they travel to Denver on Saturday. And then Sunday, you have Golden State going to the Timberwolves. Timberwolves have been um, on a low Britain kind of uh, good as well. So, And then you have Utah going to Denver. And, of course, uh, we remember that bubble battle that they had. Um, Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray. Although Jamal Murray hasn't come back from his injury yet. So... And that's Sunday. All right, guys. So that's who I went kind of long there. So um, a lot of news uh, this past week. So try and condense it down a little bit for next week. So guys, we are just about at the halfway point. So I'll probably do a half mid season report. Uh, Definitely need to do one on the Knicks. So. Anyhow, so we'll we'll figure that as it goes. And I got a player spotlight coming up. So it will be, for all intents and purposes, 
George Gervin. So stick around for that, guys. Guys, thanks again, and I will talk to you soon. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can follow me on my Facebook page, GD That Sports Dude. You also can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And also on Twitter, you can find me at GD That Sport Dude. Also, you can email me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com. You can also support me through my Zelle at that same email address. And also on anchor.fm slash GD that sports dude. You can hit the support button there to contribute to this podcast and also like me there as well. And again, I thank you for listening to this content. <laughs>